Hey, this is Zandy from Black Crown Initiate, and you're tuning in to the Progcast. Welcome back to the Progcast. Uh, I'm your host, Dario, and this is episode 68, and I'm really happy to have Andy Thomas from Black Crown Initiate um, here on Skype all the way from Arizona. How are you doing, man? Great to have you on the show. It's, uh, I'm doing good, man. I wish I could have been episode 69, though. <laughs> that was the lads of Exist Immortal. I already recorded that one a couple of days ago. <laughs> they, had, uh. they had the... Um, yeah, the luck to have this special number. <laughs> Unlucky number. <laughs> um, anyway, they, no, the, good, great, great lads and, and yeah, great, great music coming out from them as well. I'm good. Thanks. It's a little bit warm, but that's what summer is. Um, yeah, it's summer and, um, most of us are probably at home and not at summer festivals because what's going on in the world you all know yeah. um yeah. black crown initiate just dropped their new album violent portraits of doomed escaped last friday uh through Sensual media and we're gonna talk about all this because i mean it's a monster album and i want to know all about it but before we do that uh <laughs> we like to start our show uh with a little section that we like to call what's in your walk man where we ask our okay. guests um, what uh, they are listening to currently, like some some of their um, yeah, so w w what they're spinning in their playlists in their daily playlists uh, these days. Some song recommendations. Sure. Um, I, well, I kind of go between like the stuff that I always listen to, and you know, trying to check out some new stuff i uh lately i've been listening to and justice for all by metallica it's a new album you might have heard of it <laughs> um uh i listen to Sigaros always um the new acacia strain album is really heavy uh i re i discovered a band called vola recently that i enjoy they're from denmark i think that's correct uh we yeah. already had them yeah. on on the show as well um that's a real that's a very good band yeah um they they have finished their new album um and uh my prog space uh colleague rune had the pleasure or the opportunity to have a have an advanced pre-listen and he said it's gonna be dope <laughs> so i can't oh, wait I to to, to hear to yeah. hear their new stuff because they're they were so yeah some of the the more um progressive stuff like really progressive you know they 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 were trying new things yeah. and uh incorporating electronics and uh poppy melodies and whatnot uh with all those uh polyrhythmic sugar riff riffing still going yeah, on and fan. stuff so yeah. yeah, dope band. What's your favorite uh, track? Uh, which album have you been listening to? The the new. Well, I've, in mazes. <laughs> yeah. I, in I heard uh, the what's the newest one? Not in mazes. The one uh, after applause. That. Applause uh, from a different crowd. From a distant applause crowd. From a distant crowd. Distant, yeah, <laughs> that um, that's the first one I heard, and I heard the first song I ever heard from them was was uh, Whaler. Yeah. 
And and I was like, holy shit, this is really cool. And then you know, you listen to that whole album, and every every track's really different. It's very good. Absolutely. And then I went back and I listened. I listened to In Mazes, which is more, um, more I guess Meshuggah influenced. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, the song In Mazes, the last track on that album, is is beautiful. Yeah, um, it's a yeah, nice I, I re- ten minutes really uh, mini epic. <laughs> I like that band a lot. I would love to play some shows with them in Europe or something. That would be great. Yeah, cool. Um, I, I think I can uh, can hook you up with them. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> we really enjoy them. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, that um, and I, the, I, I recently I slept on it, I guess. But the new, the latest Tesseract is really cool. Yeah, uh, it's. I, I didn't. I, I never really. I, I never really listened to them that heavily. I mean, I always respected them, obviously, because they're like a. At this point, they're like an institution, really. But I never really uh, got into them. And then I checked out their latest one, and it's incredible. The songs are great. The vocals are great. The production's great. It's that that band's real good. They they really perfected their style. Um, Big time. And yeah, we are also expecting new material from them this year. Um, Daniel, their singer, had the, he has been on Twitch a lot and, and streaming a lot of uh, yeah, like gaming, but also vocal play sing throughs um, and all yeah, that, yeah. Um, and also teasing a lot of new material. Or well, it is v- yeah. very well known that they have a lot of material waiting to get released. The fans are waiting. Uh, for it, um, I also <laughs> yeah, it's but I'm 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 pretty sure <laughs> it's gonna be uh, yeah. there, there's gonna be a lot of uh, um, cool stuff coming out uh, this year still, even though the first half of the yeah. year was amazing already, totally ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I had yeah, we made them like um, mid-year roundup, and there was already so many albums we just had to mention <laughs> yeah 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 there's, there's a lot of and i think as as this goes on you know whatever whatever happens with the with the state of the world i think one you know there's a lot of negatives but i guess one of the positives would be there's probably going to be a lot of really good music that comes of it you know because yeah. a lot of bands are just at home they're just at home mm-hmm. i know that like we're already starting to to put ideas together for another album so it's just, <laughs> great you, know, you, you might as well right yeah um speaking of albums that are coming soon i also um will add some shout outs to the playlist um as always mm-hmm. and first and foremost i want to um give a shout out to your label mates of oceans of slumber I can't wait to oh, hear yeah, right. their new album. Uh, their singles were dope, uh, as was the cover of uh, Strange Fruit. I already uh, plugged it here at the broadcast, but I want to. to I, I will include it again. The Strange Fruit cover. Um, I still think they should do it. Uh, put it as a bonus track on the album. Uh, anyway, yeah. that's their decision. Um, and the the latest single um, with. Um, What's the name of the guy? The singer of um, Antimatter. I don't know. I'm um, not familiar. I, I I I hadn't heard the newest one from them. They've they've always been a very like uh, they're a very good band and they've been very supportive of us. So I don't know if that I've ever met any of them in person, but I would like to. 
for sure. It would also Maybe be would also be a nice fit touring wise. I I would say. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, the the last uh, single was called "The Colors of Grace," and it's a duet with, of Cami with. Oh shit! What what's his name? <laughs> that that guy from Antimatter. <laughs> amazing, I don't know amazing singer. Yeah, it's like more more more, like you know, anathema, dark, uh, atmospheric rock offshoot. Okay. Uh, so yeah, th there's there's some that. some anathema. Um, I think he played in anathema at one point, like long ago or something. So uh, he's okay. he's got an amazing okay. voice. He also was singing on Gleb Kolyadin's solo album, a song I really, really liked. Amazing voice and the the the, the duet with Cami is just brilliant. So um, I'm going to put these two songs into the playlist um, as okay. well as there was something else I wanted to um, give a shout out to. And that was um, a band called Zombie. Uh, without the E at the end. Um, I've heard of them, but I'm not familiar with them. My my good friend Rune, uh, he played them at his Prague Files monthly radio show. And they're basically a, a duo. Yeah. Um, and they're like a drummer and uh, the other guy is doing bass and synth. Um, okay. And that was... a really cool track they have a new album out i think the album was called 2020 as the year and uh the song that runa played is called mountain ranges and i want uh, i really like that song it's like obviously very uh, not really metal but more more synthy and drum and bass synth um that was really groovy um those are my shout outs uh for the playlist and um I'm gonna ask you at the end, like once we finish recording, to give me a playlist of your your um, best of Black Round Initiate. So we're gonna fill up the playlist with BCI, of course, as well. Um, okay. Well, right now, let's talk about um, the album and the band. Let's do it. You guys have been around for a while now. I think since yeah, 2013. Yeah. Uh, Violent Portraits of Doomed Escaped is your third full-length album, as far as I know, and um, it is the follow-up to the highly acclaimed Selves We Cannot Forgive from 2016. And I was I I, um, I actually discovered you guys with that album in 2016, and it was a was a kind of. Uh, pivotal moment in my music history like liking like 2016 was the first year where i had several extreme albums or albums with a lot of growling vocals and and screaming vocals mm -hmm. that ended up being my favorites of the year um that was like a breakthrough cool. because before it was like yeah the occasional opeth and stuff really <laughs> yeah. yeah um so uh, that that came out in the like in the right moment. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Uh, my my album of the year was Hypnosis, uh, Shores of an Abstract Line, and um, yeah, you guys were one of those five six bands that kind of opened this more extreme style for me. Um, but yeah, 2016 uh, is four years ago. Was four years ago now. Um, 
four years have passed. Mm. You guys have been touring a lot, I guess. And now you're finally back with a, with a new album. We actually really didn't tour that much. You didn't? Um, we did. No, we did two tours on selves. We did uh, one U.S. No, we did three U.S. tours on selves. We did or two U.S. tours and one European tour. We did three tours on selves. And then we kind of went into like a hiatus in late 2017. No, 2016. And um, it was kind of very uncertain whether or not the band was even going to continue. Oh, okay. Um, and we had, uh, you know, so Nick and I, uh, our bass player, who he and I have written most of the music uh, throughout the band's history. Um just started writing again but we didn't even know really what for and uh you know here we are today luckily <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely um our reviewer uh bob um yeah gave you a perfect five out of five and i cannot disagree with him at all <laughs> he gave us a five out of five yes. that's cool thanks bob um so yeah, I think there was uh, now that you you said that you you were kind of, you went on kind of a hiatus and and then just started writing again, but not really sh not being really sure if it's if it was gonna be for Black Crown Initiate or for what kind of project. Uh, that sounds like sure. the um, the history of uh, the the last two albums, uh, how they came about, how they were written and produced and recorded were probably quite different. Well, the only thing that was really different uh, was sort of, I guess you would say, the intention behind the two albums, because with um, Selves, we were uh, we were signed and we had, you know, a deadline for a label. And, and um, you know, that's a very different feeling when you write. Uh, as as opposed to well we're just writing and we have no deadlines we have no label we have nothing we're just writing uh, very much uh, with the intent of enjoying the writing process really which is which is something that I would say we haven't really done since our EP um, because it actually felt very similar the two is just um, well to put it simply writing for the sake of writing mm -hmm. instead of like well we have we have to put an album out in september we have to record it in december whatever and there was none of that uh so you know by the time by the time we got signed to century media and went into the studio we had the album done essentially so 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 when you um uh one other thing that that uh, I noticed was that you put out um actually five singles <laughs> leading up to uh the album when you put out uh, years in frigid light last year as a first single uh yeah you were already signed to Century Media I see now uh right and well The thing about uh, people, a lot of people are commenting on the amount of singles that we've put out um, because there are only nine songs on the album. But Years in Frigid Light, uh, to me, doesn't really count as a single because what we put out at the time was essentially a glorified demo. <laughs> okay. And we re-recorded we re it and restructured it for the album 
uh, you know, after playing it live for a little while and realizing this, that arrangement wise, certain things worked and didn't work and whatever. But the reason we put that track out was to have something to promote when we went to Europe with rivers of Nile. Oh um, yeah. But, but it really, um, to me, like I said, it really doesn't count because if you listen back to that, which I'm not even sure it's still on the internet. I hope it's not, but I, I haven't <laughs> looked. Um, it's nothing like the album version, and it is a demo. So, you know, I, I think if you if you listen to it on our album, you're getting a effectively a new song. You know, and I I, I would encourage people to think of it that way. You know, people. Um, I I don't know. I, I think. In my eyes, we only really put out four singles, but yeah, I guess the, the, yeah. Um, but but, but um, uh, talking about the you know the release politics of these these days are yeah. like heavily talked about in the in the music scene um, yeah, sure. with with the like uh, consumers or music listeners have a new like yeah having this new way of listening like uh, yeah not the album yeah. attention span and. Also with with Spotify and the streaming services, it, uh, yeah. people expect Kinda you to to um, put out music more consistently rather than a yeah. huge full length concept album every five years or so. Um, so where where the the single releases, where whether you you a band decision or did the label label handle handle all of that? I mean, the, see, the cool thing about Century Media is they really. I know it's like cliche to like kiss your label's ass, but I mean, Century Media, like they've really done good by us in that they've, they're a good, they're a good group of people and they're dedicated and they believe in us. And the reason I say that is because they've allowed us to make choices as a band. Um, and they haven't really, they haven't really gotten in our way. Well, they haven't gotten in our way at all. They've only helped. And, um, you know, I've been involved in situations before where, you kind of get told what to do. And if you don't like it, that's just tough shit. But, but, um, this, so to, uh, in a, in a very circular way, uh, to answer your question, um, century media, uh, they very much allowed us to pick the singles, you know, it was, it was, we're going to put singles out. We need to put singles out, but they allowed us to dictate the direction of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that, that brings us to to the songs itself, um, and uh, yeah, there's a great great variety of uh, of things on the album, and um, yeah, to to quote our reviewer Bob as well. There's uh, every every time you listen to it, it's um, you can you can uh, discover <laughs> some something else. Um, And uh, the the first thing when when you look at the track list is uh, which what is obvious that there's two songs that are called "Son of War" or "Son of War." Uh, right. So do do they, is is there any theme going on in the album like thematically or or is it just like a coincidence or how did this come about? Um. No. It. Uh it's it's definitely not coincidence um as far as like con lyrical concepts go i really don't i don't i kind of prefer not to really discuss them too deeply I would, i'd prefer people kind of make their own uh you know interpretations of it and you know if it helps them or they like it or they don't like it or whatever it's fine but um 
I, I guess I would say that those two songs are sort of uh, representative of the microcosmic and macrocosmic uh, uh, consequences of people not wanting to be held accountable for themselves mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and and what happens what happens to the individual and what happens to the world uh, and those two songs sort of represent that for me all right if that makes sense yeah 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 it does um so um you said uh, before that you and your bass player nick are are mostly the driving force behind the um uh composing the music um mm-hmm. you you guys also write write, write write the lyrics or i i write the lyrics i write 100 the lyrics but uh, musically on the album ethan helped too with with some tracks ethan's an incredible songwriter too yeah but i the lyrics are all me for sure all right and um as would you consider yourself a, 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 a vocalist or a guitarist first or or a composer <laughs> uh guitarist for sure i definitely um i've been playing guitar since i mean i i should be better when i say this but i've been playing guitar since i was nine years old uh i'm 30 i'll be 34 in a, like a week so uh I consider myself a guitarist first. I actually didn't start singing until this band uh, to sing for this band. Wow! Uh, so that that's been a I've I've had to work pretty hard on that, and I still I still do. Um, but yeah, I consider myself a guitarist first, for oh, sure. But but you are also the clean vocalist for Black Crown Initiate, and of course, so so when you write the music. Um, uh, Is it easier for you to to write the um, vocal lines and lyrics for yourself, or um, with uh, your growler uh, James in mind? Like, how how do you? Is it different to to write um, for clean vocals and and with 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 growls, like heavier passages or something like that? Uh, not really, not really for me at least. I mean, I can't really speak for how other people do it, but um, for me, uh, vocals, which is I guess interesting when I say that I'm a guitarist first, but um, vocals, you know, patterns and melodies and and lyrics and stuff that it that comes ridiculously easy to me, um, and I'm not really sure why that is, but I, you know, it's like I think, I think I wrote the vocals like all of them and the melodies and the lyrics two years in frigid light i think that took me like 20 minutes oh wow i mean it it just sort of it just i think i have like an emotional rolodex that i keep in my head of you know (laughs) excuse me of, of things that i keep an emotional rolodex of things that suck and then i you know write about it and it just kind of kind of comes out you know but that part is is very easy for me yeah wow that's that's uh, that's amazing because i think the especially the the clean vocal melodies is was is a great part of what makes uh black crown initiate stand out and um yeah also you well, think that i think also your think delivery of them because, you know <laughs> thanks man well that's my favorite part Like that's my favorite part of our music. So, uh, 
I maybe that's why it comes easily because I just love to I love I love vocal melodies. I love hooks. Like that's my favorite thing about music. You know, like in general, that's my favorite thing. Uh, yeah, that's that's great, and it shines through absolutely. Um, on the other hand, there's like this weird interlude song thingy called Bellow. Um, mm -hmm. who, who's who's doing the throat singing? <laughs> that's James. He um, okay. Yeah, that's 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 been a pretty controversial track. Um, <coughs> I kind I kind of yeah, I kind of uh, expected it to to be James. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't have like a I don't have like a tuba for a voice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But um, yeah, he he figured out how to uh, like do the throat singing where you get the multiple tones, but he can do it while he screams, uh, which is pretty. I thought it was crazy the first time <laughs> I heard it. So. I thought, man, let's let's put that on the album. It's cool. It sounds evil and um, <laughs> dark, and the album is evil and dark. So, you know, let's Perfect put that fit. on there. And, you know, you know, you see a lot of people like a lot of people review it, and they're like, "Well, I, why would you put a song with screaming on there? I wouldn't have done that." And it's like, well, you know, you can go make your own album, then that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to put it on there. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, listening to the album from through the album from the from the very beginning, the first song is, uh, of course, it's uh, aptly titled "Invitation." And um, towards the end of that, there's there's this, a little acoustic passage that, like, on the acoustic guitar passage, that, that kind of the yep. o the only the only part of the album where it's like, okay, this is a little snippet that sounds exactly like open <laughs> yeah i know um actually actually ethan mckenna uh wrote and performed that part and um you know obviously for a band like us uh opeth is you know for me that's like intrinsically in my dna uh like opeth is uh i've i've seen opeth uh man 20 times i don't know every time they've come to the states since 2001 i've seen opeth uh i you know when blackwater park came out i bought it the day it came out and i think i listened to it exclusively for about a year i didn't listen to anything else wow that's I, dedication <laughs> I, i couldn't believe I, i couldn't believe that that you could make music like that yeah so for me uh that band is like one of my biggest influences for sure And I'm not the only one in our band that feels that way. And when when that part kind of came about, to me, it felt like uh, a, a tribute to them in a mm -hmm. way. And and I'm I'm okay with that, you know. But yeah, it's totally. Like when you hear, you're like, yeah, that sounds like Opeth for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but on on the other hand, but they're the kings. They're the kings of what we do. Of, of course, um, they're they're the forefathers of the whole genre. Uh, nobody can deny that. Um, but on the other hand, I would uh, I I wanted with, with like highlighting this little uh, this little part. Uh, I actually wanted to highlight the opposite that like the the whole the the rest of the album sounds. Uh, Just like Black Crown Initiate and nothing else. So, um, well, that's good. And I that's think I think it's uh, 
it's quite an achievement for for uh maybe in years not so relatively young band but in in um in releases it is just your third full-length album yeah. to, to have like such a clear and distinctive um blueprint and a blueprint or footprint or how do you want to say it? like like this is your your sound and and you it's instantly recognizable uh and all that so um that's the highest compliment you could pay someone <laughs> is to say that so i really appreciate that um it's hard because i'm such a you know part of it it's hard for me to step outside of it and really understand what that means you know like i like when i hear a band it's a different it's obviously it's very different when i hear our band as to when like a listener yeah hears sure. our band because i'm i've i've had my head up its ass for five years you know <laughs> um but uh for you to say that we have our own sound i mean that's that's about as good as it gets compliment wise for me because that's really all you hope for at least that's all i hope for I mean, to be honest i i haven't listened uh to you guys that much in the last years since selves we cannot forgive sure and um i mean it was cool to to see you guys when you when you did the europe tour last fall yeah. with uh that rivers of my hell um, i remember that show. yeah it, uh, unfortunately the the sound of uh your sound was not that good but it was still fun <laughs> yeah that happens um and i'm i'm really yeah really looking forward to to and hopefully I'm going to be able to see you guys again. Actually, I was I so. um I I had my um uh, <clears throat> I, I no, I didn't have my flights booked. I had my flights booked for the for the Novena release show, but I but I was um I was uh, uh determined to go to the UK Tech Fest this year finally. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude, we were supposed to that I, you know all that stuff has come and gone now it's really weird sensation this whole year because i like you know that was we we're supposed to play around july 4th for that um yeah but um but yeah it, it it's sort of uh it's sort of all just kind of passed just all passed and i haven't you know i haven't really even paid it paid it any mind Yeah, you you, um, you just strange. start yeah, start getting busy with other things uh, to to occupy your mind with, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just been sort of uh, just trying to play as much music as I can, practice guitar, practice you know, and write music. Uh, but it, it's a strange sensation to think, oh, well, I would be I would be in Great Britain right now, and I can't i mean it's weird it's a very weird time and i hope i hope things get better but who knows man yeah speaking of which i mean you're um obviously you're you're eager to to get out there and play again uh especially with the new album out out now and uh regarding that um just when i opened the facebook page of black round initiate before i went on to skype with you i discovered that nick set up the fundraiser for to, <laughs> for you to buy a camper profile thingy yeah, yeah. <laughs> and looking yeah. at that it's like it, he created it 22 hours ago and 50% is already uh reached yeah that that's pretty cool like it's you know my birthday is in a week and 
he and I had always kind of joked about how I should get a Kemper. And I'm like, well, I, you know, Kempers are really expensive. Uh, that's a, that's an expensive piece of gear right there. Uh, and he, I woke up today and there's a, there's a fundraiser with a picture of me with butterfly wings. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, it's very nice. And I, and I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's cool. Looking, looking at it, how it's how it's uh, has been uh, going for the last twenty two hours. I'm sure you got the 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 goal will be met uh, in time for your birthday. <laughs> I, you know, I guess so. I'm, I'll I'll get a camper for sure. That I mean, I, I would definitely put it to good use, especially if we ever play live again. <laughs> Fingers, oh, yeah, cool. fingers crossed. Um, but but not now um, that, that I'm looking at these pages again, like you know your your um, uh, metal archives page and the Facebook page or the fundraiser page, I I I see again, and you you already you, you already mentioned that Nick uh, Miller is the live uh, bass player, but you also yeah. have the other Nick. Uh, yeah. who it's is also the bass player, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he's the one you write the music with, right? Correct. So, yeah. he, so lives, he lives in Pennsylvania. Nick Miller lives in Canada. Ah, okay. Well, th so that's a, a bit complicated. What, what's the situation there? Uh, how, how did this uh, happen? That you you have a bass Nick who is who is um, <laughs> writing and recording the music to you, and there's another bass Nick. Yeah who's uh, going live on tour with you? Well, essentially, um, the band was started in Pennsylvania, uh, which is where I grew up. That's where I'm from. Um, so Nick, uh, Ethan, although Ethan wasn't in the band at that time, Ethan, Nick, and I were um, all from Reading, Pennsylvania. So when Nick and I started the band, it was very much like an East Coast type thing. James and Jesse, our, our old drummer, they both lived in Delaware. So we were all within an hour and a half of each other. Mm -hmm. um, our first guitar player, Rick, uh, he lived, well, he lived in Reading for a while and then he moved to New Jersey. So still, we were all within an hour and a half of each other. Uh, but, you know, as we got older and as life changed, uh, you know, James moved to Indiana. I moved to Arizona. Um, we got Ethan in the band. Uh, you know, Gabe Sieber, the guy who drummed on our new album, lives in California. Nick Miller lives in Ottawa. <laughs> you know? so we're just uh, we're just all over the place, which which makes uh, makes rehearsals quite difficult. We don't have any. What we what we do is if we you know when we go on tour, we get together for you know a week or two beforehand and and just rehearse. But I mean, we all rehearse this stuff at home. So, all right, just. Uh... Yeah, I I was a bit confused with the with the with the Knicks <laughs> who are playing bass in this band. Just uh, yeah. tried to to clear that up. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited that that uh, you guys finally have this new album out because it's it's a killer album, and I'm sure it's gonna end up uh, very high in lots of uh, end of the year lists. And I've so, <laughs> said this before that uh, even though this year is so strange and weird uh, with what's going on in the world uh, in like uh, various different uh, um, there's 
like there's not only one thing that's that kind kind of going weird right now in the world no. that's what i'm trying to say but but there's yeah. there, there there's still the music that keeps us going and there's been so many great releases this year already yeah. um Violent Portraits of Doomed Escape included. <laughs> it's a mouthful. It is. It is, but yeah. it's a cool it's a cool title. I mean, I think I would have gone with it as well. <laughs> even awesome. even though I have to look it up every time I I want to say it and I have to uh yeah, make sure I don't trip over any word. <laughs> That's what it's it's a it's a, a verbal landmine. <laughs> yeah great man i'm uh we're i think we, i can speak for 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 a lot of fans out there that we are all dying to see bands live again and and i mean having seen you guys live last year um i know what you guys are putting up uh for a show there and so and i would absolutely love to see the killer new songs We, uh, I mean, I live can, as well. I, I can speak for every band out there too, and 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 just say that we're dying to get out there and play. You know, <laughs> so you know, hopefully, uh, we just got to keep keep taking care of each other and hope for the best, man. It's really all I can. I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's it all feels so huge. That's that's a great final statement. Yeah. That's also what I uh, always say at the end of our show. Um, Yeah, I would say we, fingers crossed, we see each other next year, UK Tech Fest latest. Let's do it. I would love it. All right, great. Thanks for being on the show. All the best to you. Um, of course, bro. And uh, thanks uh, to you guys for listening. As always, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And uh, don't forget to listen to great music. Yes, all that. The broadcast is a production of Stuus Media and is recorded at the Moonbase Studios in Munich. It is produced by Randy M. Salo, Janine Stengel-Lewis, Blake Lewis, Kai Metzner, and Dario Albrecht. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant.